This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome back to Rams Talk Podcast. It's a, a lovely summer's day at the minute. Uh, I've got a couple of fears because there's a lot of clouds going over, but hopefully it'll be a nice day, good day to record. And I'm here with three brilliant lads. So first of all, in his Fan Hub t-shirt is Mr. Jamie Page. How are you, Jamie? Yeah, I'm good. It's a bit humid, a bit hot, but doing doing well. Looking to, looking forward to discussing these new signings, finally. Finally, yeah, yeah, we'll get on to that in a minute. Um, second, Callum Bucock, you've been away for a while, mate. I've been exploring Kenya. Yeah, been away. Uh, feels weird to be back, to be honest, doing all doing all this again. Um, but no, looking forward to it. Missed you, missed you guys profusely. <laughs> Miss you too, mate. Miss you too. And last but certainly not least, Chris Matthews Redwood. How are you, Chris? Hello, mate. It's a bit moist, isn't it? But yeah, I'm <laughs> that's good, a horrible word. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true yeah it's it's uh it's a humid day i made the mistake of playing football earlier which i very much regret um so today's topic uh, as it says in the title we're going to be rating derby's new signings uh we're going to have a little bit of a chat about players that might be on the move too um but basically just have just have a bit of a waffle um as jamie alluded to it's been a little bit of a while since we've signed some players, uh, especially players on, you know, three-year deals, which is is really nice. Uh, after years of one and two years, it's good to get players down for a pretty pretty good amount of time. Um, so we'll go in order of signings. Um, first of all, I'll come to you, Jamie. We've got Joe Ward. I've written down here. He's a right wing back. Um, I've had so many Peterborough fans telling me he's not a right back, uh, which is nice for them to say. Um, but he's most likely going to play right wing back, isn't he? What do you reckon? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, we all think that Warren's going to go with this 3-5-2 or some adaptation of that. And in those wide areas, he wants energy, pace and maybe a bit of creativity as well. Um, impressed with the signing, probably the, the most impressed out of all of them so far, I think, in, in my opinion. I think he's got goals, he's got assists. And he's got plenty of energy as well. Um, so looking forward to seeing him play in that position and, and seeing, sorry, I think that's my ghost of the door behind me. I need to close the window. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I like the look of that one. I think he fits the profile quite well. 27 years of age, still got you know the future in front of him and, and some would say in his, his kind of peak. 
The one thing I did think about when we signed him, though, is he gave the penalty away at Hillsborough, didn't he? Do you remember? Um, mm. I'm not sure who he fouled. Um, and I can see him doing that in a Derby County shirt because that's 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 very Derby County. But, yeah, on the whole, impressed with that. And, uh, and, and hopefully, you know, he can nail down that spot. I think the most important thing is these players we're bringing in now, they need to nail down positions. We're not bringing in players that are going to sit on the bench. Because ultimately, we you know we haven't got we haven't got that depth, or we haven't even got a starting eleven at the moment. So, yeah, I think it's an exciting signing. Very much agree. Um, and yeah, I had Peterborough fans telling me, you know, obviously it's maybe a shred of bitterness that he turned them down and came to us, but they were like, he can't create chances, he can't cross, he can't do anything like that. But somehow was their assist leader last season with nine assists, which is three more than any other Peterborough player. So. Yeah, he's a player. He's got a bit of pedigree. He's played at a good level. Um, Paul Warren was clearly very keen on him. He said that in the interview, didn't he? And yeah, really exciting. Hopefully gives us a, a new dimension. Uh, Callum, what do you reckon to Joe Ward? Uh, I echo what Jamie says. I mean, he's probably the out of the three, the most um, established signing um, out of the three, that, in my opinion. He's been a consistent mainstay within the Peterborough team um for the last couple of seasons i mean like 40 odd appearances can't be any mean feat and um and, and that's what we need we need people who are well established within the league um, know the league very well um and within that prime age um to a point but within that prime age category that we didn't have last season and and as you say he's wrapped up the assists from where he played i mean whether he plays in a similar position um for paul warren is is obviously yet to be seen but for me, he could be um, that answer we've been lacking since probably Nathan Byrne, in my opinion, um, because at right back um, this uh, last well last season, I just don't think we had that outlet. Um, we didn't have a right back, did we? No, well, yeah, exactly. We play, <laughs> played like four different people at right back. I mean, it started off with Corey Smith, didn't it, at one point? Um, so, yeah, so I think if we can have that outlet out wide in the formation that Paul Warren wants, I mean... He's probably the the one that I'm most looking forward to seeing next season. Yeah, and you made a good comparison there um, with Nathan Byrne. Uh, interestingly, uh, he was a winger earlier in his career, and then as he got older, he's transitioned to a defender. I think he plays as a centre back at a three now for for Charlotte, uh, which I can't imagine because he's about three foot tall. Um, but Chris, how good does it feel to have a player coming in that's exciting? You know, we've had players over the last few years that have come in and yes, they've got pedigree, but they've had a, a bad season or a couple of seasons, you know, in divisions above where they've not quite hit the heights. We've got a player coming in that's got 10 plus goal involvements, the majority coming from right back or right wing back. That's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, and it's nice to sign players now who I think a lot um, last preseason was championship players who maybe weren't quite at that level anymore and were taking a step, step down. Um no, but I like him. I, I liked him at Peterborough last season. Um, he sounds like a proper Derby signing as well. He sounds thick thick as a plank, which is perfect. Um, and yeah, I think he's I think he's going to be an, an exciting prospect for next season. He's in his prime, as everyone said. He, he knows the league inside out, and hopefully he can he's one of those who can hit the hit the ground running and won't need a lot of settling in. Mm, yeah, I agree. Um, although Joe Ward, if you listen to this, I'm sure you're a very smart man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't take offence, please. Um, but right, 
<laughs> so on to the next player then. So signed shortly after. Uh, it was quite weird because I was at the time in uh, Malta exploring some catacombs uh, just outside Valletta, walking around. Uh, and I opened my phone and we signed a player and we're about to sign another one, uh, which was pretty exciting. Um, Josh Vickers, uh, we kind of knew he was coming. There were a lot of rumours about him. Last time he was in League One, he was sensational. Uh, he kept something like 11 clean sheets in 20, saved every peno he faced, um, made loads and loads of saves. Uh, the highlight reel that I put on Twitter that was from Rotherham, unbelievable. And I guess that's the question, Jamie, is uh, Warren wouldn't have brought in a player like this that's got you know experience at this level and above that he clearly rates quite highly if he wasn't going to give him some sort of chance in the first team. Um, what do you make of that? I think it's a sign of intent. I think that actually, sorry about this door, by the way. I'm not sure I can do too much about it. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, like you say there, I think he's been brought in to, to challenge Wild Smith for that that number one. Um, I think the, you know, the situation last year, as we thought, when Warren came in, would he rate Wildsmith? And and by all accounts, Wildsmith had a, a really good year last year. But this is a goalkeeper that Paul Warren knows. And I think more importantly, this is a goalkeeper that the goalkeeping coach knows as well. They've obviously worked together quite a lot um, over the course of their career. And, you know, I don't think the conversation is, hey, come and sit on the bench for all of next season. I think it's pushed Wildsmith. And I wouldn't be surprised if after Christmas, he's between the sticks, if I'm honest. Um, I do feel like this is potentially a signing of a number one rather than a, a backup keeper, which actually I'm I'm quite excited about. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. Um, and you mentioned there, it's, it's a player that Warren's worked with before. It's a player that the goalkeeper coach has worked with multiple times. Um, I really, really feel like if he was being brought in, he's got to play and he will play. And I do have that sympathy for Joe Wildsmith as well, because he played well last season. Um, but yeah, I just can't see a world where he doesn't play the keeper he prefers. Um, Callum, we, we've spoken a little about this in previous podcasts. We don't want to become Rotherham too, do we? Uh, I think that's that's really important. But if we can pick up players that are quality in this league and help develop the team, it, it's a good thing. How do you feel about a goalkeeper, potent, well, not potentially has come in, but a goalkeeper coming in and potentially taking the number one spot from a player that played so well? See, I don't, that's where I'm not sure because I think that he um, is just there to just give Wildsmith something to think about. I think last year, Wildsmith didn't really have a lot of competition, really at all throughout the entire season. I mean, he played in majority of cup competitions as well as league. I think Vickers, for me, is just a well-established League One keeper at the prime age where if Wildsmith, which he can do, as any player can, have a fault uh, throughout the season, then you've got a really good keeper who's there. Um, whereas last season, we were worried if Wildsmith either got injured or had a blunder, who's coming in? Scott Loach, who's really there, is, a, is looking into his uh, coaching badges and stuff. And obviously, we brought in McGee in, in January. So I don't I don't see him coming in straight away, but I do see him if he puts in good performances and Wildsmith falters. Um, that number one shirt's up there and up for grabs. Um, 
he's done well previously at Rotherham. Paul Wall knows him well. He's got gets on well with the goalkeeper coach, um, and he did really well at Lincoln before that. So I mean, it's someone that really in the goalkeeping department um, we haven't had for a while. We've got two or three um, decent keepers that we're actually happy with. Well, that's it. Um, and if anyone wants to play a drinking game, just take a shot every time Callum says prime age. Um, I promise you'll be absolutely hammered by the time the episode ends. Um, <laughs> but no, you are right. Um, the problem is, right, I've got this weird thing where the only time I've seen it where we've really had two first-team keepers is, you know, you, you look at the times when we had Roos and Hamer and Roos and Marsh. I mean, Roos is, is very consistent in these lists. Um, but yeah, it, it's never seemed to work in the past and it ends up sort of demoralising the keeper that gets dropped out and putting too much pressure on the keeper that's in because they know if they make a mistake, they're out. So as bad as it sounds, I'd rather Warren had a, a, a number one in his head um, and by the start of the season, we've got one goalkeeper that we're going to use. Um, and if, for example, his form's awful, then he drops out. But I'd like it if he's got one. I, I don't like this putting pressure on the other one and, and stuff like that. I don't think that helps us or, or helps them. Um, yes, some good points. Um, and Chris, I mean, you look at Vickers, as, as Callum said, he's a goalkeeper that makes saves. Uh, you know, Wildsmith didn't actually, when you look at the stats, he didn't make that many saves, which I was surprised about because I thought he made a lot. Um, he's a keeper that saves things. You need that sort of thing in this league. How happy are you to have him at the club? Yeah, good. And I think I I agree with what Callum says. I think it would be very harsh to drop Wildsmith. I think he was my he was very he was in my my top three players of the of the season from last year. Um, so I think it would be harsh. Um, but I think, and I don't usually go on squad squad numbers, but I think it will be very key when the squad numbers do come out just before the season starts. Who do who does have that number one shirt? Because I think that will be very telling. Um, but I do think it would be harsh on Wildsmith if he's dropped um, without doing anything anything wrong, really. But having two good keepers at this level, if you want to go up, is vital. Because if you do get an injury, um, you don't want the likes of Ruse having to come in. So, yeah, I'm pleased. Yeah, yeah, good points. Good points. I like it. So, two out of two are pretty good so far. We'll do ratings at the end. I've realised we've already forgotten to do that, so we'll do them when we've done all four. Um, so third one is Callum Elder. Now, this is one that I was really excited about, not just because he helped take my Leamington Spa team on Football Manager 2013 up to the championship, um, <laughs> but also because, you know, he's a quality player. Uh, he's played for Australia, albeit only once, uh, and they're not an awful side. They seem to qualify for pretty much every competition, so they've got to have something going for them. Um, and he's a solid championship player. Uh, Rossini has spoke really highly of him. Uh, and pretty much everyone he speaks highly of seems to do pretty well wherever they go. So, yeah, Callum Elder, Jamie, I'm really impressed. I, I think he's a good player. Uh, what do you reckon? Yeah, another solid option, definitely. And I think when this news came through, it felt for me like it was almost like we'd been promoted and we were trying to consolidate a, a, a place in, in the championship. Because I think the, the players that we're signing are good enough to play in the championship. They're not going to get you top six, in my opinion, in, in the league above, but they are good enough. Um, and I think Warren kind of alluded to that. He's obviously 28. He's played for his country. Like you said there, no no kind of mean feat. And I think, again, his energy, he's 110%. And I think that is the running theme across these signings is that whenever you ask 
opposition fans, you know, what do you think of this player? Well, they're 110 percent They'll put the they'll put themselves into the ground for the club they play for and they'll throw their head where it hurts. Um, and that's typical Paul Warren. Um, obviously, we've seen a bit of rumours over the, the last couple of days about signings that we may make. Um, and I think in some positions, I think you need a little bit more than that. However, in these defensive positions, I, I think that's that's probably all you can ask for, in, in my opinion. 90-minute um, men, people that are going to work hard for the shirt. It might not be pretty at times. It might not be technical at times. We've lost David McGoldrick, who I don't think for the next 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, we'll have a technical player of that standard in this team. I really don't. Um, but it, it gets results um, and it, get, it gets results for Paul Warren. So, yeah, happy with him. Um, number three. What happens there, though? Because I know he's number three at Hull. Does he take Fozzie's number three? What do you think? I don't think he's no. going to, is he? <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be an interesting fight in the changing room uh, between those two. That's um, what Jamie says. I think it is too much asking a player to throw their head at everything. I mean, putting their head, <laughs> but throwing their head seems a bit, a bit extreme. Ah, uh, you're wrong, Chris. That's the sort of passion and desire we yeah. want at this club. If you're not willing <laughs> to sacrifice your own life, to, uh... yeah, <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> um, Callum, uh, we had a little bit of a chat before recording, didn't we, about uh, Callum Elder? I've never really seen him play as a wing back, and I, I, I looked it up and I had a little check. I know transfer marks is the most reliable place in the world, but I had a quick check and had a look, and it was right. He hasn't really played as a wing back or you know further forward very often he's quite a defensive left back um we mentioned before we are likely to play that back three um you know you've seen a lot of teams chelsea they've played reese james as a, a right-sided center back in a three i know it's a bad uh, well a bad example after their season but the season you know they won the champions league they did that and and you know won the champions league <laughs> um so it must work in in some ways do you think he's going to play at wing back? Do you think he's going to be at centre back, or is it one of those where we might end up with him like Fozzie did last season, playing at both? Oh, no, I see. I see. I'm, I do see him at uh, the left wing back because he, I think there was um, for one for Hall during the lockdown season that kind of been going around the uh, going the rounds where he's taking it forward through the midfield and then he's played a sublime pass through the the centre. I mean, he's got to be in him whether it's consistently. It's mm. I think we can probably expect to see the sort of Hayden Roberts ilk in terms of go, the way he goes forward, kind of. Not really knowing what he's got to do, but he'll he'll put in a shift and do it. And I think at the end of the day, if we've got really a more uh, attacking rightful uh, win back in uh, in Ward, and then a, a more of a defensive one in in Callum, then you're kind of looking at that balance between the lot and and it, that the last side will probably be solid with Fozzy and uh, with with him and Fozzy uh, together. And anyone called Callum uh, is a left-footed player. Just I saying, thought you were going to say it's that. Going to be, a baller in my eyes. So for me, he's probably going to be the one that I'm going to have the back of the shirt if he does pull out the rings. Well, the last Callum I remember playing at Pride Park let four goals past him. So, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> without me, I'm just saying without me, your goal wouldn't have happened. Just that, is true. that is true. That is true. That is true. Chris, uh, I mean, we, we, I can't have lost it now. Um, they both make good points, haven't they, Jamie and Callum? Um, He's clearly a good player. I don't obviously he's he's not the most attacking fullback in the world, but he's solid. It reminds me of the old um, Forsyth Wisdom fullback partnership where Forsyth would bomb on and whipping early crosses and 
wisdom would stand still and wait for the ball to come back. You know, that sort of thing. Um, you know, are you excited? Basically, are you excited? Are, are you excited to see a player that's played at a higher level come down and play for Derby? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say I was jumping off the sofa when we when we signed him, if I'm brutally honest. Um, I think the word solid is one that's going to be used a lot about him. But those are the players we need. We don't need, you know, lots of David McGoldricks. We need lots of Callum Elders who are going to, as Jamie would say, th- um, throw their head in um, and, you know, really, really um, commit to the club. So, you know, if we sign four or five Callum Elders who have got good experience and won't let us down, then I'm happy. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good way to to end the elder conversation. And then the last one, which, to be honest, is the one I've probably been the least excited about, um, purely because he's a lot like a defender that we've just lost. Um, Don't get me wrong, Curtis Nelson, I think he'll be a great signing. Um, As Jamie said, he'll throw his head into everything. Um, You know, he'll fight for every ball. Uh, You know, I saw clips of him and he was quite literally putting his body on the line. Um, He's a defender, like a proper defender. Um, Awful on the ball. (laughs) That's what everyone said. He is terrible on the ball, which is just like another Curtis we've just had. Um, But in a back three, have him in the middle, have him sweeping. Sounds like an ideal signing, doesn't it, Jamie? Yeah, and you can kind of get away with a non-technical player in a three if you've got players either side that can 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 play. Um, so whether that's Cashin Forsyth or Elder, as you've mentioned there, um, I don't think he's going to get caught out as much. Um, again, I'm going to say it solid. We, that's going to be the theme through this this podcast. He's Is solid. That the next drinking game. He is, yeah. Solid, yeah, solid and prime age. Um my my only thing is that I will say is that I think we've covered um some players on the the previous shows that we we could sign in that position. I, looking at it, I think there's better centre backs out there, in, in my opinion. Um but I'm happy to trust Paul Warren and I think he gives that experience. Again, he's a he's applied himself at a higher level. I thought out of all of the the um, the interviews that uh, for for those four players, I lo- I quite like elders, but I really liked Curtis Nelson's. I thought the the interview came across really well. Um, he, he sounds like a you know student of the game, knows the game, and yeah, I, I'm happy with that. So that's another one, student of the game. That, that reminds me of Liam Rossini. That does. <laughs> Ready to pop the question. The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> it does. <laughs> As it's one of the most horrendous football cliches, in my opinion. <laughs> Stupid game. Um, Callum, um, 
<laughs> everything that people say is setting me off now. Um, so, I mean, as, as Jamie said, uh, Curtis Nelson, he's, uh, there are probably better players out there, which is right. Um, but he's played again at championship level for a long time. Um, and you don't play at that level for a long time unless you've got something about you. And, you know, he's, he's in his uh, prime age for a centre-back uh, in his early 30s. You know, he's experienced. He, he knows what he's doing. We obviously, we need experienced heads. We lost Curtis. We lost, um, what's his name? James Chester. We lost Stearman. They were, you know, three really big people in the dressing room. Um, will it be beneficial having a, another player in that's got that sort of experience? Yeah, I mean, when you look at um, the players in, in that position, uh, we're kind of lacking in that. So to get someone in who's um, come down from a, a higher division um, and played uh, consistently throughout that, you're, you're, you're kind of looking towards that number of centre-halves that we've got and going, who's going to be there week in, week out throughout the League One season? Um, the only thing that does worry me with him is is that um, composure at the back. I don't know how much of that composure we'll need with a full Paul Warren pre-season. He's, he's obviously tactics coming to fruition and stuff, whether we are more of a, a long ball merchant team or if we do keep that um, that playing from the back going. Um, the way um, it's panning out, I, I, I just worry if Cashin does end up going, the composure at the back and this and what we've got at the back in terms of um, like comfortability is pretty much out the window for me because I think, as we said, we've got Fozzie who's sort of all right on the ball. Cashin is probably the best on the ball. And then we've got Nelson um, and maybe Rooney um, is probably there at the moment. So we do need to get one or two uh, extras to bolster those. Um, mm. I'm not fully set on him to be, yes, he's going to be first team player now, um, and straight away in every single starting eleven, he's just one of those that started signing, and it could be um, one that's kind of gone under the radar a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you could be right. Um, and yeah, interesting you point out that the shift in style, I think, is really going to take shape this season. Um, you know, cashing completing 120 passes at Shrewsbury away, we're not going to see anything like that this season. <laughs> um, if if Nelson can hoof accurately, perfect. You know, if he can if he can pick someone out seventy yards away and hit it in their vague direction, then yeah, he might be he might be a good signing. Um, but I know uh, it's not really big news, but we have uh, another centre back lined up as well that we're coming that will come in. I don't know when, but there's someone coming in at some point. So we'll have more options at centre back, and I won't be surprised if we bring in a few more. Um, because yeah, as I said, if cashing goes, we can't have. 15 left-footed centre-backs as well. So we're going to have to bring in someone that can actually play on the right side. Um, and as we spoke about before recording, Rooney, great player. I'm sure he's going to turn into a brilliant player. But for a full season, you don't want him as a first-choice option. He's not ready yet. Um, so, yeah, good signing. Good, solid bloke. Um, drink, by the way, if you're still playing the game. Uh, Chris, <laughs> taking a drink. Chris, what do you make of Curtis Nelson? Um, to be honest, I can't say anything more than you three have said. Solid, um, good to have him, um, adding to the numbers. And I think if we do play with the back three, which I can't see any other any other option, um, he'll be one of those players who will play most of the games next season um, and will hopefully throw his head in it. <laughs> Would you say it's prime age? No. 
<laughs> purely, purely because I've not got much much drink left. <laughs> oh, good stuff, good stuff. So that's our four signs so far. Um, and to actually make sure that the title means something, uh, we'll rate them all from one to ten, and we'll probably, if we remember, look back at the end of the season and see what rating we gave them. We probably won't remember, but we'll do it now anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say uh, we'll do all four each. So I'll say Joe Ward. I'd say excitement level wise, an eight. I think he's an exciting player. Uh, Vickers, a seven. Callum Elder, also an eight. And then Nelson, I'd give a seven. Yeah, seven. We'll go with that. Jamie, what about you? I'd go Ward, eight. Elder, seven. Vickers, seven. Nelson, seven. Solid numbers. (laughs) It's very (laughs) solid. (laughs) Callum? Uh, Ward, uh, eight. I'd go Vickers six, um, Elder seven, and Nelson six. You can say five then. I was, yeah. Poor Curtis. (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) It's that that Curtis is haunting me. That's why it's Curtis. (laughs) It's the name Curtis that's haunting me. (laughs) Chris, what about you, mate? Uh, I'll go Ward eight, Elder seven, Vickers six. And Nelson seven. Oh, that was good. I was going to scare someone's getting like a two or something like that. I can see it in your eyes. It's a brand new me this season. I'm not going to hurt anyone apart from calling Joe Ward thick. Um, I'm going to be very respectful and not give anyone low low scores. Don't, Don't you worry. New season, new Chris. I like it. Absolutely. I I guess before we finish this uh, little bit on our transfers, we'll go round. If we're going to sign a player from every position, what would you choose, Jamie? Or which position would you choose? It's very hard in here. Yeah, I mean, I think the next one has to be a striker. Um, uh, As you've probably seen on Twitter, I really, really, really hope it's not Connor Washington. Um, (laughs) Me, I said that to Jake on Friday night, and he tried to convince me that that potentially it's a good signing. To me, no, I think there's a lot better out there. Um, so yeah, I think, I think striker. Washington. To be honest, <laughs> well, it's interesting. Yeah. I spoke to one of or my George mates, Washington. He'd be good. He'd be solid. He'd be very solid. <laughs> um, I was speaking to one of my mates who supports Sheffield United who he played for a few years back and he said he, he couldn't hit a barn door but he'll run and run and run. Um, which I think yeah, is like interesting. James Collins. Yeah, uh, got one of them. I, yeah, I think James Collins runs, does he? <laughs> is that a run? Sorry, James. Oh, that's very harsh. Very, yeah, very harsh. I know. I've watched it for too long. It hurts me. Um, you need something a bit different. You need something different to Collins. Uh, in my opinion, and I think them two will quickly forge into the same kind of striker. And it's all well and good saying, yes, like I said earlier, in wing-back positions, in defenders, defending positions, you need people that are 110% that are going to die for the shirt. But in those forward areas, you need a bit of magic. You need someone to win you the game. And I'm sorry, but that's not Connor Washington. The way I see it is, if we're playing a front two, you need someone who will run. He could be the Shane Long to our Graziano Pella. We just need another one. We need someone with with quality up front. The transfer window has been open a week. We've got plenty of time to bring other people in. You need a squad. Um, I can't believe I'm making excuses for a man that doesn't play for us. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's, I don't know. I, f- I feel like you need balance. Uh, Collins, I don't know what he is. He's meant to be a poacher, but he's, he's not. Um, I think having someone that will press and work hard, um, I, I can only see that as a good thing. As long as, long as we bring someone else in that will score goals. I think that's the important thing. For me, yeah. I think we need Leicester Heskey, not Liverpool Heskey. <laughs> One niche reference. Well, you you <laughs> gave a niche <laughs> reference about what's Pele what's and Southampton, <laughs> Southampton fans listening going, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, and Shane Long scored a, a pretty decent hat trick as well, if I remember rightly, that season. So, you know, you never know. He might score three across the whole season. <laughs> so it won't be too bad. Um, I'm guessing Callum, Chris, you guys have both want a striker as well. So that I don't know. I'm completely confused. <laughs> <laughs> that's or a that's or a centimid, especially if we're looking at losing uh, one in particular as well. Oh, it's like you knew. It's like you knew. The next topic is people that could potentially leave. Um, so, I mean, the obvious, there's three blatantly obvious ones, or four, I guess. Um, Jason Knight, he's gone, and he, I, I think there's there's no point even considering him a, a Derby player going forwards, as sad as it is. Uh, Christian Bielik, um, he, he's gone as well. He put some weird apology on, apparently, because he, he yeah. made a joke about someone and loads of people in Poland got angry about it. Um and then I think I wouldn't be surprised if Max Bird went as well. I know there's been a couple of rumours about him. Uh, and also Aaron Cashin, as has already been mentioned. Um, Jamie, I mean, I know that's four players there, which is a lot of players to talk about in one little segment. They're all going to go, aren't they? Um, can we replace them? Um, I mean, I hope two of the, the four don't go, in my opinion. Antidepressants, I'm about to burst into <laughs> Um, I think, yeah, I mean, if we can keep Cashin and Bird and the other two go, that's absolutely, you know, in my eyes, that's that's absolutely fine. I would I would be very gutted if we lost Bird and, and Cashin, and I hope that they'd give us a, another year. But, you know, with championship clubs sniffing around, um, I heard a, a little rumour about Hull being interested in, in Bird. Um, I don't know how true that is. You know, this time of year, you get rumours from everywhere. But... Um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm not bothered if we lost Knight and Bielik, but I would be quite upset if we if we lost the other two. Well, I think that's part of it, isn't it? Is that you know, Warren's creating graft and work hard FC, and and Bird does work hard, but he's not he's not an athletic runner, is he? He's not you know bursting around the pitch at ninety mile an hour all game. He's not throwing his head in the way of things. You know, he's not that sort of player. Um, so. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it, think about it. If you're not affiliated with Derby, if you're not, he's not a Derby fan. I know he came through the academy. If you're a player who has an offer from the division above with probably a pay rise, playing the style of football that you want to play, you'd go, wouldn't you? Like, when you think of it neutrally, there's no benefit to stay in. I know he's vice captain. I know it's sad, but I can really see him going, especially to Hull under a senior as well. So, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, Callum, what do you reckon? Yeah, I'm, I'm echoing Jamie. I think uh, Bielix, um, he, I, I really consider him a Derby player since he left, to be honest. So he, he's kind of out there for me. And Knight, um, I'm just praying that transfer fee that's been reported is higher than what we're getting because otherwise it's another um, another valuation of a player that we're getting absolutely ripped off for. 
um, in my opinion. I think 1.5 or whatever that number is banded around is far too low. But I just think that League One status is probably hindering us a little bit. Um, and and cashing, um, cashing and Bird, uh, a weird one for me. I think Bird is, if we don't go, say if we go up next season, Horahan's got, what, a year left on his contract? There's no one behind him in terms of that ball playing centre mid. You need a workhorse, but you also need someone in the middle who can actually play around with the ball. We haven't got one beyond Conor Horahan, um, in my opinion, and Bird does that for me. Um, mm. So if we, and he's young still. So if Warren can convince him that going forwards, learn under a bit under Horahan, stick with us. If you if we go up next season, we're going to be a much better uh, proposition than Hull. Uh, I look at Hull and go, what? They're a mid-table championship team. Sorry to all the Hull fans. Um, I'm sure many um, listen in. <laughs> Um, and then you've got Cashin for me, who is the main stayer at, at, at back three. You could say to him and, uh, and go, you could be easily the centre-half for this club for the next what five, six years. It's just whether you can convince him to do it for the next uh, year. Um, and if you don't go up, then, then sell him on. But, um, but yeah, it's four go, then you'd be very... On the, I think we'd be on the back foot um, very much so. So... I think if we can uh, can hold on to at least one or two of them, I'll be happy. Yeah, I, I think that's. I know I'm giving my opinion on everything. I'm sorry to everyone for that, um, but I, I think it's it's interesting with when you look at the formation we're looking to play. I mean, if it is the the three five two or five three two or whatever, the two centre mids are workhorses. Um, you tend to play more down the lines. You've got obviously the three centre backs and then you've got the wing backs that get up and down a lot of it will come from the wide areas you try and stretch the pitch a bit more and I think having players that are you know as you mentioned they're players with quality I think they're meant to be in the attacking position so you have your attacking midfielder I don't think he'll want his holding midfielders to do that um, and for that reason I can see you know potentially Hurahan not getting as much game time if he if he stays and Bird not really fitting in. I think he'll want to get workhorses. And I know obviously Jason Knight's on his way out, but I wouldn't be surprised to see a couple of box to box midfielders, proper workhorses, proper grafters coming in the middle and and just make that position their own and their jobs to battle. If we want to get the ball forwards, we just play over them or round them or or whatever and try and get whoever's in the hole on the ball. So yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think there's going to be a couple of fans that will be disappointed if we do lose those sorts of players and bring in workhorses. But he's got a plan. You've got to trust him, haven't you? So, yeah, Chris, what do you reckon, Paul? If you are oh, waiting sorry. for the word walk, uh, workhorse to come up for the drinking game, <laughs> you I are now very drunk. <laughs> have, you, have you got an alternative, genuinely? Have you grafted a workhorse about fifty times? <laughs> Is there another word? I do think I do think we need at least one or two players who can pass a ball five five yards. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, um, you know, I'm, it's starting to sound a little bit. Um, concerning if that is the way we're going to go next season we do need a sort of plan plan b as well and let's not forget how much we did miss max bird when he was in, injured last season mm. um so i think in terms of players to lose i think in all in my order of ones i'd be most disappointed to least dis, dis disappointed i'll be most disappointed 
Toulouse, um, Bird, then Cashin, then Knight, and then as Callum, I think Callum said, it doesn't feel like Bielik's been a Derby player for about 18 months, so um, that is completely ir- irrelevant, but um, if we do, if Knight does end up going, again, I agree, I think 1.5 mil, they've had our pants down there, um, it needs to be at least double that, um, because we need you know, it, we've all been saying for the last two weeks, selling the lights of night is so we can actually pay some money for some decent League One, League One players. And one and a half million, it ain't going to get you a twenty goal a season striker, in my opinion. You need more than that. Yeah, and to be honest, I'd be concerned if we were spending more than one and a half million on a player in League One. Uh, I know Ipswich mm. did it, but yeah, I know what you mean. I do know what you mean. I mean, if we put a little bit of that towards Alfie May, I know there's been conversations about. You know, do we actually want Alfie May? Do we actually need him? Um, I think if we could bring in someone of that calibre who scores loads of goals, sets up loads of goals with that money, I think that would be perfect. Uh, you know, maybe that's why he's not signed with Charlton yet. So, you know, we will we will see. Um, Shane Long? Shane Long, no. yeah. He's, Where's he's Pelle? Young. Yeah. <laughs> Pelle, Shane Long. He's, he's got to be in his late 30s now, hasn't he, Graziano Pelle? What a you don't count Ibrahimovic, Ibrahimovic of League One. <laughs> he doesn't do enough yoga, mate. That's his problem. <laughs> he's get on the yoga and he'd be playing till he's 80. I think there's um, there's rumours that I've seen. And again, they are rumours. But I think Apeswich may be prepared to let... Is it Lapido? Is that how I'm, is that how I'm saying his Lapido, name? Lapido, yeah. It's yeah. something like that. I don't know. Um, that he may be available. And I think if he's available, I mean, he played under warm briefly but and he downs it. tools and refused to play so he could leave hate each other <laughs> yeah Do they that hate ain't happening mm. it ain't happening sorry jamie sorry to shoot you down so quickly my friend i do signs now i think we're gonna end up with, we're gonna end up with connor washington aren't we <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that is it that's it connor washington and shane long washington. for us next season <laughs> well, that'll be a funny fun three shane long connor washington and james <laughs> we need it any shot yeah we no. need at least two players that are lit five plus goals, to be fair. So, you know. Jamie, did you seriously say Billy Sharp? Yeah, I was joking there, Chris. Please don't. Thank God for that. <laughs> you <laughs> massive clown. <laughs> How dare you, Jamie? Terrible. Um, yeah, I mean, we've, we've all said a lot of players, haven't we? Um, especially strikers. It's It's the most exciting position, pretty much, isn't it? Uh, you get a good striker in, the likes of Chris Martin, David McGoldrick. I know he didn't properly play there, but James, James Collins, of course. Um, you get excited. Watch it. I get excited every time Collins sprints mm. to the corner to chase a lost cause and then we get hit <laughs> on the break. Um, that's the bit I enjoy the most. Um, but yeah, right. We've we've talked for long enough. <laughs> I've talked for long enough. Um, nice one, lads. Um, any any parting comments? Anything about Shane Long? When do you, when do you actually one... guys... Yeah, Go on, Jamie. I'll oh, let you go. One oh, God. more name. Depot Akinyemi. Well I've said, said Jamie. Ju- I've just said it. 20 goals Why? for Air United last year. And he's looking for a move down south. Mm. <laughs> Cambridge, not maybe? Sh- <laughs> not sure about that one, mate. <laughs> we could sign... You- Sorry, Callum. We could sign... No, no, Yoan Yurivsky from Minsk. He scored uh, 19 you goals in the Belarus Prem. You and your European Scarlet. <laughs> Let's just sign some donkey from another league. 
<laughs> what are you going to say, Callum? Sorry. I was just going to say, when do you guys actually think the next signing will be? Well, the last ones were done about two weeks ago, weren't they? So it, it could, <laughs> could be any time. Um, I'd be surprised if we didn't get Anything one next week. week. Yeah, surely. Yeah. you got to get them in early, haven't you? Two more before pre-season, but I think we'll probably see two go out as well. So mm. it'll balance the balance things, I think. Yeah, I think can't we'll get wait at for... least one attacking player before pre-season, surely. Yeah. Sibley go to Al Nasser for 70 million. That's a <laughs> realistic <laughs> transfer. <laughs> right, we've talked rubbish for long enough. Um, thank you guys for coming on. If anyone did enjoy this, uh, thanks. Uh, but if you did enjoy, uh, please feel free to check us out on YouTube if you've listened via a streaming service. And feel free to catch us on Google Pods. I don't know why I said that one first. Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, any anything like that. We're on all of it. Uh, you can catch previous episodes, uh, which are all brilliant, I'm sure. Um, as well, if you want to follow us on TikTok, uh, we've got Adam on board now. And Adam is under the age of, what, 24? So he actually knows how to use TikTok. So he's made us a TikTok account and he's posting clips and, and Derby memories. So if you want to follow them, that's at Ramsworth Pod. Just, just, just dropped him at a follow. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, if you want to catch us on Twitter, we're at Ramsworth Pod as well. So lads, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, everyone, thank you very much for listening and see you next time. Cheers, mate. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.